0: Today's episode is dedicated to people that struggle with addiction. And at first, you may be sitting here like, "I don't need this podcast. Like, I'm I'm good. I'm not addicted to anything. Or I don't I don't I don't need to to listen to this one." But I hope I hope you will because even I, when Leah pitched the idea to me to do it do a podcast on struggling with addiction, I was like, "Eh, I don't know." But the things that I learned in the 10 minutes we talked about this, like life changing, life changing for just helping out the society that is. So I hope you'll stick with it. It's a good one today. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy.
1: You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified
0: mama's boy.
1: And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast.
0: Hello, and welcome to the show. How are we feeling? Happy Monday, if you're listening in real time. Happy that you're here. Uh, Yeah, I mean, 380 episodes is wild to me. Isn't that wild? Remember we started and we were like, I'm going to do one month and we'll see how it goes. And here we are, 380 episodes of a podcast. So thank you for keeping us on, baby. Uh, we got three principles. We live, laugh, love my mom. We live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom. My co-host, Nancy Yancy. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. I think I'm going to have to retire from doing theme parks. I'm, like,
1: <laughs> you think I, at 38?
0: Yeah. I just, I don't think my body can do them effectively <laughs> anymore. Like I feel <laughs> hung over today and like my acid reflux is bad. and like, oh. I'm just, I'm like, what? So uh, last night I went to... Fright Fest, yeah. which is Six Flags, uh, There's Six Flags America is here, and um, it's down near DC. And um, the Fright Fest obviously is their Halloween celebration or whatever. So, and listen, I love mom I me, I used to love theme parks, right? Oh and,
1: my gosh, yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I I'd be the first one. I could take me down to Orlando or whatever, and I was uh-huh. like, you know, the teenage you wanted years, wanted to go I was, to
1: all of them and you wanted to ride all the rides, and, and that's my yeah. go-to
0: thing, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, it. It, yeah. Can't do it anymore. I don't think, I think mm-hmm. the last night I'm starting to realize I just can't, I got to, I almost feel like I got to retire from doing like roller coasters and crazy things like that. <laughs> so. Did you ride a roller coaster? No. Oh, yeah. I wrote them all. So I, um, Oh, Ugh. story behind this is that I, uh, I wanted to go to Fright Fest. Right. And so I was trying, I always try to weasel free tickets because I feel like it's one of one of the perks of the job, you know? <laughs> and so I I hit up their marketing person and I was like, Hey, um, you know, I'm come. I gotta. Uh, I want to come down there. How's the How's the weekend of the 23rd look? It'd be awesome. He's like, yeah. He said, like, What time are you'll be here? I'm like, I'll probably get there about three o'clock. He's like, okay. So like the uh, I was gonna ride some of the rides and then I was gonna go over and do their Halloween stuff, which started around six. Planning on getting out of there, you know, by seven, eight o'clock. You know, I was really what I was looking to do because the one thing I retired from a long time ago, and this may, may sound bougie, but I don't care. Is like I, I cannot do lines anymore. I cannot wait mm. for things. My patience with waiting for things is like the worst.
1: That's inherited it's, from you know who.
0: I know that's just mm. like my dad. So mm. it's. Like, I'm starting to see more and more traits of my dad as I get older, and it's scary. Like it really terrifies me. I'm like, why can't I be like my mom? Like, why? Why do I be like my dad? You can uh, be. But I, so I, uh, really, what I was trying to do was just to get, you know, like some free tickets, maybe get like a front of the line pass or something. That was really my my thing, was because I hadn't been down there yet. It's so like, you know, I'll come down there, do some social media stuff. It'd be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what I didn't realize I was signing myself up for was that they actually had one of their marketing people with me. Oh, whole time. so I walk in, I'm like, okay, hey, how's it going? No. It's like, all right. So here's our itinerary. He's like, we're not gonna be able to get you on this ride till uh, the hundred house ride till six. We're gonna probably do this. Uh, these rides are closer to eight, and like they had like set up a full on itinerary for, for the me. evening. Yeah, and like I was just, I was like, uh. just like roll in and just do a couple of things that I wanted to do, and then like move on because I, uh-huh. I haven't done like. I haven't done a full day of roller coasters. God, I can't even tell you how long it's been. Uh-huh. It's probably been... 20 years. Uh, not 20, but I'm trying to think of the last time that I went on like a roller coaster. Like, I mean, I've, I went to the one on, what's the one at California Adventure? Um, whatever that, that one is over in like the Toon area. I think they've re- rebranded it since then, but I think it's a Toy Story roller coaster. Uh-huh. Did that, but it's, yeah, that's, that's all right. That's all right. you know. But I normally have done like an upside down roller coaster
2: right. in like
0: a million years. Uh-huh. So I'm over here and like, I like What I realized too is that like mostly younger people go to theme parks. Like I get it now. It's mostly like teenagers. There's some families, you know, but I would say I it, it, the people my age were their uh-huh. kids uh-huh. typically, right? Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. And, and it was great because like, don't get me wrong. It was a really cool VIP, if you will, experience because he would wow. like walk us up to the front of the ride, you know, yeah. he, he would, you know, stop the train so we could get in there and we could get like the best seat in the house. And he they, they uh, had video cameras set up so I could get all this video footage and everything that I'll be posting today if you want to go see. It was, I mean, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. But, I think your body gets to a point just like anything else where it was like, I was almost going into fight or flight mode. Like, <laughs> like, like my body was just trying to stay alive versus actually enjoying the experience of the roller coaster. you know, like, like all the flashes in my head, was like, Oh my God, I've got a dog at home that I've got to make sure it stays alive. You know, like <laughs> oh, what's going to happen to my 401k. <laughs> like it's just different. This is
1: the last day of my life. I'm yeah, not gonna like, like make it your through. Body, your body
0: goes into, <laughs> tell me if I'm wrong, but your body goes into this. <laughs> oh my god, you you might actually die mode. Where like when you're a kid, you just don't think about it. You uh-uh. like, don't think about logistics. So uh-uh. The one time – the absolute like best slash worst part for me was there was this uh, – there's this roller coaster called um, Superman. I think it's called like, like like Riot of Steel or something like that. Uh-huh. And it's like the tallest one in the state. Okay, yeah. Now, at this point, we had already kind of done the haunted houses. And as uh, for Maryland listeners, it's an amazing park. It yeah. really is. And I, and I say that o- owing them nothing. Uh, yeah. It really is a great park and it really, they really do have some amazing rides there. It's probably been one of my favorite theme park experiences, you know, obviously because I got some perks, but I mean the, the rides are really well done. The park's super clean. Like it's just, it's, it's it didn't feel super busy. Uh, I didn't mm-hmm. feel like a Disneyland where you're, you know, you got to wait in line for two hours. I mean, even the lines right. that I didn't wait in didn't seem like the, I, they're ones I couldn't handle, you know? So, right. um, but so the, the last ride that we did was called – well, the second to the last ride we did was called The Ride of Steel. And um, it was like – it's the tallest one in the state, 200 and some odd feet. Um, and so the problem no. was we did, it, we did it in the dark. So it was like 8, 9 o'clock at this point. No. we did it in the dark. And so you go up. Just imagine you're going up the first part of this ride, up 250 feet we'll say. God. And then like you can't see – anything around you. Not like <laughs> you not see anything around you, but like you're not quite sure what's going to happen next. Because yeah. obviously during the day, you can see which way the rides are going to go. You can kind of uh-huh. like, prepare your body. You can uh-huh. lean into the turns. Uh-huh. My God. So this ride, it was the fast, tallest and fastest roller coaster in Maryland, right? Mm. I literally, I, I I just assumed. I was like, every time I, was like, I think this, I think I'm dying. Like I'm pretty sure my <laughs> Yes, you're uh, – You and D- I think it started like shutting down. My organs started like to shut down a little bit because it was like this man is no longer living. Um, but I'm like, who is this guy? This guy used to be the champion of roller coasters. You uh-huh. know? Like, I was yeah. the champion of roller coasters. Oh, yeah. I could do them like a pro and I could do them 100,000 times. Y'all, yes. Today, this is, this is no joke. So I got back probably – I probably didn't get get into bed till about midnight last night, right? Mm-hmm. Um I literally did not get out of bed today until 3 p.m. I got to eat breakfast and I got back <laughs> oh, in bed <laughs> and I just laid there because my body just feels <laughs> out of whack now. I think my body does think I'm dead. I mean I was like sleeping that hard today. <laughs>
1: You got jerked around so much; so all much. your
0: organs are disoriented. Yeah, I, have, I gotta spend the rest of the week just trying to get my body back. And my acid reflux is terrible. Like it's oh, just oh god, it's bad. It's bad. So I think I think oh. you know what, mom. I and mean, you could probably answer this. Like you probably hit age where you just have to stop doing things, right? Like you just, yes. your body just can't handle them. Like I remember my dad had to retire from golf playing golf at what age? Fifty or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Just oh, older oh, than that. Yeah, fifty-five,
1: sixty. Yeah.
0: His body just couldn't do it anymore you know I, I never quite understood that until mm-hmm. until then is there anything mom that you just can't you you know your body just can't do anymore like you just you just can't really
1: I'm sure there's a lot it? of things you know I'm <laughs> never an athlete
0: yeah um but it's like like you like you know you're like oh like maybe it's something you love to do before but now you're just like I know I can't like my body just will not let me do that activity anymore yeah well I can't
1: work. I can't go on long strenuous hikes anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, I, I thought can't we were going climb- to kill my mom in Hawaii. Remember that? that <laughs> I thought you were going to die. Oh,
1: my God. Yeah, I can't climb straight up a mountain anymore. <laughs>
0: we, um, we took my mom to Hawaii uh, for a promotion oh, with Disney. Oh, gosh. And they have a, a resort over in um, – it was uh, Oahu and we decided one day to go out and go hiking. This hike was beautiful, don't get me wrong, but I just Oh, it was
1: it was beautiful and it was worth the, it. It was worth the trip.
0: Yeah. But that know was if you were a lot to make it anymore. Yeah, it's it like was, the first time that I have been like I just can't do that. Uh-huh. You know, I at least do it well. I just have to know that like it's going to, you know, my body reacts different to it. Yes. Uh that yeah. it used to, you know. Not yeah. the same, not the same effect as when I was a kid. And so is it worth it?
1: Is it worth it?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I know that
1: your dad and I made limits. Like, I I know when Maggie was little, like, we'd take her to Disney, we'd take her to Six Flags, but we'd say, okay, all the kids got to go three or four times, whatever it was. I can't remember. And I remember when we were taking Maggie for the last time, we were like, okay, enjoy it because this is the last time you'll be here with us.
0: Next it. time you lot.
1: come, you'll be on your own because My we was really done good. done this it was, a lot.
0: It- for uh, for the Maryland listeners, uh, if you if you do get a chance to go to Fright Fest this year, make sure there's one haunted house, and I'll, I'll tell you the backstory behind this because it's it's a true story because it's it's kind of fun walking around with one of their one of their people because they can kind of tell you the, like, the insides and it's you know, oh like the, yeah inside the park all that he gave me all these kind of fun facts about how much like fog they use and stuff and mm. uh, you know and just like the, it's funny because one thing he showed me too little, little Six Flags pro tip is that what they can do now is they basically can run the whole park. From an app, so he runs like like he realized we were what? one part car. He's like, wait, these lights are supposed to be different colors at this time of the day. So he literally like pulled out an app, and he can uh-uh. change. They can change the music, they can change the lighting, they can change everything like from an app on their phone. Like the, wow. cells, the lights, they can change any basically any of the theming, music theming, anything. They can change it from, from an app on their phone. Like, that's pretty cool. I had no idea. That, that was like
1: is a, very cool. Wow, that's amazing.
0: Um, but if you go to the – if you get a chance to go to the Maryland one, the uh, Six Flags America for um, the uh, Fright Fest because it only goes on one more weekend. They, they end on Halloween night obviously. Yeah. Um, view that there's a um, – let me, let me see. I took a picture of it. Let me get the right name of this ride. Um, it's called uh, – da, 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 da uh Hall Manor okay uh-huh and or sorry the haunting of Hall Manor so Backstory is that a little girl, there's a house in the back of Six Flags and they can't tear it down because um, it's like historical, you know, like mm-hmm. it's a historical landmark, but it's on the property the Six Flags bought. So, it's just kind of like stuck there. Uh-huh. Uh, but they obviously, they bought it so they can, it's theirs. And the story with this house is that there was a, a little girl that actually died in the house. Mm-hmm. And uh, her you can still like see her her I think she was four or five, and you can still see like her grave marker where they actually buried her out there. So now they've kind of turned it into like a haunted attraction, which obviously is kind of weird, but oh. uh but it only it only intensifies obviously <laughs>
3: the story.
0: So uh-huh. you walk back like it's like you kinda walk back into like the woods and like you there's an actual house back there like you can see and they kind of light it up you know like it's and they have it almost like in like a lightning effect so all of a sudden and like you're by yourself in these woods oh. like you're by yourself and then oh. like there's just it, it was probably the most intense like san diego people think about like the haunted trail but imagine it's like a real story and it's almost like it's um There's like, you're like by, you're like, just you're by yourself out there. Like you're literally by Mm. yourself in the middle of nowhere. There's nobody in front of you. Nobody behind you. Gosh. You're, you're literally like in this immersive experience and uh, it's good. Mm. It's good. I highly recommend if you're going to go to Six Flags America, you check that out. because It's good. Anyway. That's uh that's Six Flags. You know what else I did this weekend? that I want to recommend, and it's funny because all three of these movies had a common theme. I, I watched three different movies, Mom, this weekend, and a oh. series, and I want to recommend all three to you because they were all they were all uniquely different, but also the exact same common theme behind these. Okay. Uh, first thing that I watched was called Four Hours in the Capitol, and oh. that was about the insurrection of the of this capital during the. Uh, election this year yeah and that was a i think all three are on hbo max no no this one's hbo max and highly i mean such a well done documentary because they were able to collect so much footage from people that were there you Mm. know like it was like things i'd never gotten that perspective Mm. of people that were actually inside and they were talking to people that actually had you know done the insurrection and kind of like their mindset and where wow. they were at, and like it was really, really well done. HBO wow. Max, four hours in the Capitol, recommended. It's and it's 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 mind blowing. All three of these are like mind blowing of how did this actually happen? But they all have like, again a common theme. I'll come back to. Hmm. Uh, second thing that I watched was I uh, I watched the um, well, mom. You and I had actually started it, but I finished it today. The uh, Lula Rich, oh,
1: which yeah. was
0: the the series on amazon about the lula row story in case you don't mm-hmm. know that it was a clothing brand that was for women but it was an mlm as it was a you know a multi-level marketing you know basically you recruit your friends to also sell
1: mm-hmm. and it's a pyramid scheme
0: yeah i mean it was and <laughs> yeah. by the end of it um Everything, of course, falls apart. So many people lost their money. I think they wow. had like ninety thousand people out there, like wow. selling these these yoga pants. Basically, is what they're what they were known for, right. and they had really unique designs. Mm. And people just really flocked to them because it was kind of like when athleisure was becoming such a big thing. Like the also the rise of like the Lululemon pants. Well, basically, we started wearing yoga clothes as normal clothes. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. <laughs>
0: uh huh. That's when just in time
1: it, for the pandemic.
0: <laughs> well, no. This was earlier. This is like probably probably 2014, I would say. Oh, when, okay. Like, wow. That style became popular to like wear workout clothes as like yeah. regular clothes. So, um, but it's really interesting because how many people actually, you know, bought into it, and mm. and I see why there were so many people that were promised these riches. You know, you saw they they basically were they would cut these big bonus checks to the the top elite members and those people were supposed to spend that whole bonus check on extravagant things like don't you know don't save this money just go blow it Uh because obviously if you see somebody you you got these stories of these people that are Oh my God! This woman, like this one woman bought like bought like two Escalades, one for herself, one for her husband, mm-hmm. and they were trying to do things like uh, they had this this campaign where they were like, "Get your husband to retire," um, mm-hmm. you know, let it, like, like retire him, which basically meant have your husband quit quit his job, mm-hmm. um, so that basically their theory was that then you're completely dependent on this company, right? Like right. you'll make so much money, you know, You your husband doesn't need to work. So why, right. you know, what a luxury. But it really, a lot of people felt like it was their way of like kind of keeping you sucked into the system, getting people to mm-hmm. sign up to sell these yoga clothes. And then, um, so yeah, it, also it's really good. That's on Amazon Prime. And it's just an interesting mindset into, you know, how we kind of get caught up into mm-hmm. into things without really thinking My about names. them. Oh yeah, uh, and the last one last thing I watched this weekend that was super good and actually my, I kind of want you to watch it because I kind of want your take a religious take on this okay uh, it's called The Way Down and it's on HBO Max okay and it's the Gwen Shamblin Mom, is his name name's Gwen Shamblin ring ring a bell to you. I didn't know who that was before I uh, started watching it. but basically this woman named Gwen Shamblin had started a religion. And their religion it's out of Tennessee, and mm-hmm. it's Christian. It's Christianity based, but mm-hmm. the she felt like the way to um, get close to God was to lose weight, and oh. so she started this church that was kind of based on you know based in uh, losing weight to get closer to God, mm-hmm. and so. That was the, I guess, the mentality behind it. Now, so many people started to join this church uh, because of kind of like, well, again, it, it all has like a common theme. But I'll come back to that in a minute. But uh, I won't, I won't tell you the ending because it is, it, it's only three episodes. But it ended up that like that she started to preach that you should like hit your children. They were kind of preaching like some really extreme. Oh. One kid actually died. Um, oh my god! This is actually a, a, out of Atlanta, a kid died <gasps> uh-uh. because he was they had he was acting bad, and so they put him into a wicker wicker chest <sighs> and locked him in there. And I think they think they they when they closed him in there, they slammed the door down, hit his head, and they suffocated in there. Oh, um,
1: that is but so it was all awful. kind of based
0: on these principles from this woman.
2: Wow! Um,
0: so I, I highly recommend that one too. Highly recommend mm. that now. The thing that I found really interesting was that all three of these stories were pretty much based around people chasing an idolized figure mm-hmm. and kind of doing it blindly. Mm-hmm. Kind of the trust and the understanding of like this is what this is what I must do, you know? Mm-hmm. Like going back to the insurrection of the Capitol, like they mm-hmm. were just listening to Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. and who they fit. And I don't want to get to a big political thing, but like let's mm-hmm. let's just call it what it is. You can even think whatever you want of him. Uh, you mm-hmm. may think he's the greatest president of all time. But mm-hmm. if you go back and you watch, I mean, he basically told those people or at least alluded enough to where mm-hmm. anybody would think that that is what our president uh-huh. is asking us to do. And if you were somebody yeah. that's already, because like the people that did it just seemed kind of like, uh, kind of like the Misfit Toys. You know, the island of the Misfit Toys over here is people that kind of just already felt a little jaded in life anyway. Yes. And felt like they had to prove a point. Yes. And so they, you know, that's the person they, they idolized. That and was needed someone
1: to blame. <laughs>
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe, mm-hmm. um, yeah. but they—they they were just kind of idolizing somebody, and then mm-hmm. they just did it. And of course, you know, all these people ended up going to jail. Everyone that was on this mm-hmm. documentary was people that had all been arrested or at least investigated. Wow. Uh, from inside the Capitol for what they did, you know, and mm-hmm. but all—all all their mentality was was like that was, you know, I felt like I was doing the right thing. Because yes, for the right reason. My <laughs> president asked me to do it. Okay, so let's move on to the next one. Let's move on to the documentary about the Lulu clothes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had this this woman that I mean, the the family is very narcissistic, mm-hmm. um thinks they they know best right. and you've got a group of people that see that, they want that, they respect that and they start doing things. Women were selling breast milk to um, to pay for their, the initial fee oh, to sell the yoga clothes, you know, they were borrowing yeah. money from family and friends and mm-hmm. taking out loans, you know, multiple credit cards and like they, because they saw this idolized figure
2: mm-hmm.
0: and said like, I, I want to be that, I want to do that, like that's what mm-hmm. I want my life to be like and so, you know, they did it and then the last one, you know, again, we got a figure up top, this woman who is, seems godly enough, she says, you know, she says that she is, She's figured out the, you know, the way to heaven. It's by losing weight and
2: mm.
0: all you gotta do is this it, but it's, you know, and these people that follow it, all are people that are like, hey, I want to, I want to go to heaven, you know, like mm-hmm. I want to I wanna feel included in something in life. I want mm-hmm. to feel, you know, like a part of because all these are kind of people that kind of want to feel a part of something.
1: Yes. You know that's what I was going to say. Wandering souls. It was looking kind of crazy that all three of these
0: yeah, there was no real. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to watch just three, you know, docu series on, you know, I don't want to say cults, but like mm-hmm. these people that felt like they they had to be a part of something so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was interesting just how it doesn't cults and these uh, idealistic groups don't have to appear. Uh, they, they can appear in everyday life, you know, uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and multiple ways. And it's yes. all it's usually based in the narcissism of someone at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just something that I realized, you know, someone that thinks they know the best, they are the best.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they know the right way.
1: And also someone that's charismatic. Yeah,
0: super charismatic. Because they all, of course, they were all yes. very charismatic. Yes. Very, you know, people you'd want to be around, people you'd want to yes. be like.
1: Like, uh-huh
0: you know, yeah. and um, yes. yeah, so I don't know. I found all three of those super interesting. I spent a lot of time watching movies this weekend, so <laughs> all three of those, highly recommended, and there you go. Um, Excellent. Let's do a Maryland Monday. We forgot last week. I always say that nobody knows much about Maryland unless you live in Maryland, and <laughs> I want to change that, because I honestly, before I moved here, I didn't even know where Maryland was. I didn't, I didn't know. I couldn't tell you. I knew it was up here somewhere. Like somebody <laughs> the other day said something about Connecticut to me. I was like, I think, I think Connecticut's like in the Midwest, right? They're like, no, it's like above New York. I'm like, oh,
1: it's in your neighborhood.
0: Yeah, I didn't realize it's like literally right there. But all right. Um, so I, I I feel like Maryland is someone that is uh, now a resident of Maryland. That is my responsibility yes. to make you know a little bit more about Maryland. You never know, we might be on Jeopardy someday. And uh, well, that's right. And, uh,
1: and you've been there for over a year. You can claim it now.
0: I know. So uh, here's a fun Maryland fact for your Maryland Monday: is Maryland has the narrowest width of any state. It's oh. less than two miles in the Hancock area, like I'm in the north uh, northwest part of Maryland. Literally two miles. Huh. So you can be in Pennsylvania and then drive through Maryland two miles, and you're already in uh, West Virginia, maybe. Yeah. Huh. So like two miles. That's it. Wow. So. Like, how does that happen? <laughs> like how did that originally happen where they're like this? this, this uh, I, I, not I sure. State lines always seem kind of crazy to me, right? Like yeah. how did we ever come up with these lines, these fake lines <laughs> of like this is where, you know, this is your state, this is where you live, and right. uh, these two miles right <laughs> here, that's gonna be Maryland, that's gonna be Pennsylvania, right above
1: <laughs> This is our territory and that's
0: yours. Yeah, like how like, do you know, Mom? No, I have no idea. How I don't that know why happened. we drew why, how, we, how we drew state lines and like why, uh, like why it. was it you mm-hmm. know, because you think someone will see those two miles and be like, "Eh, just give it to them." You know what I mean? Like, all right. like, like, just give it to Pennsylvania at this it's point. Only two miles. Yeah, I'll give it to West Virginia. <laughs> like, they don't really, they don't need it. They don't need it. So, yeah, I don't really go. know. Maryland, Maryland, Monday for you. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, all right, mom. Let's get into our um, uh, quote for today.
1: Okay, it's from Wayne Dyer. Give yourself a gift of five minutes of contemplation in awe of everything you see around you. Go outside and turn your attention to the many miracles around you. This five-minute-a-day regimen of appreciation and gratitude will help you to focus your life in awe. And I know I sound like a broken record sometime, but but I think it's a good reminder on a Monday for us to just literally take five minutes a day and look at the world around us and how absolutely amazing and miraculous it is and that we are such a part <laughs> of this magnificent universe. Mm. I mean it really is. It's astounding. We take that for granted. But right. no, it's really quite astounding.
0: Well, um, you 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 spend a lot of time in the morning, and obviously you've got it. Um, but what do you do during that time?
1: I um, I usually spend mm, I don't know thirty minutes to an hour of just silence, yeah, m- mindfulness, just right. being present to nothing. You know, trying to do some breath work, breathing in, breathing out, um, and then I'll have prayer time which usually lasts about 30 minutes and then I'm on my way.
0: That's what I, I find that impressive to be able to take, you know, that much time. But I think you can also yeah do the, do the five minutes. I, I, I don't spend a lot of time. My meditation has completely fallen off. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I go through phases. I'm like way into it or just not. Mm-hmm. Um, but just taking just, yeah, the five minutes, even just to like decompress from the day, look around and yes. yeah, like what's, What's this all about? Because it makes that kind of carries through the rest of your day too. You know, it if you sit does. there questioning, just question things. You know, don't don't it get sucked into selling. does. Don't get sucked into selling yoga pants. You know, question things. <laughs> right, it seems too exactly. good to be true. Maybe just don't.
1: Exactly, just don't I don't do think it. I could have done the work at Rainbow Village that I did had I not taken that time. Yeah. You know, because it's incredibly stressful, and you have to, you know, you have to be present to what is. Right. And every day there was some type of trauma going on. Sure. Um, so, yeah, it's just important. And, of course, I've practiced it for a long time. But literally five minutes will make a, a huge difference in your day.
0: Yep. All right. Well, that is your quote for today. And we're going to get Leah on here in just a couple seconds for our Mental Health Monday First, I'm so happy to announce that Bear and Bloom is back on the podcast. Yay!
1: Yay! I'm so happy. Love them so
0: much. You know, there's there's some there's some people that that advertise in this podcast that you know we do, and I, I believe in the product. But there's some that I really genuinely just want to see succeed, and Baron Bloom is one of those products because I love their story. Uh, Ahmed and his wife Savannah started this uh, this natural um, uh, skin care and hair care line, and they did it because Savannah just wanted better things. She was having some weird side effects after pregnancy, and so they literally started this themselves, and it's become a hit. They've been in different publications because of it and everything. And they've, they've chosen our podcast to be one of the podcasts that they, they advertise on. And you guys have done a great job of supporting it. And so I hope that you'll continue to do that because they really are fantastic company good people and great products. So uh, today though this week since it's Halloween week we're going to focus on the witch's brew. Oh,
1: I have some right now. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: Witch's witch's brew is it's a clarifying facial toner. And Mom, I'll have you speak on the witch's brews. I know you speak on you you use the witch's brew a lot.
1: I do. So it's so nice after you cleanse your face to just take a cotton ball and rub that rich put you know, saturate it and put that witch's brew in your face, and it feels so clean. Your pores feel tight and healthy, and it takes any residue that, you know, your cleanser may have missed away. Right.
0: So refreshing. That. I had the same thing that was said to uh, to me by a friend too she was like, I've never had my face feel so clean uh-huh. after using a product than after using the Witch's Brew. So yes. I hope you'll go check this one out. I mean, that they've got tons of products for your hair, your skin, even mm-hmm. for baby products. But check out this, This it's a very potent but gentle ingredients. Uh, it's got the witch hazel in it tones which then cleans without over drying. It helps regulate the skin to balance the natural oils to promote healing and it's effective non-toxic skin care. And that's the part to me that's the most important is it's non-toxic because a lot of stuff you're putting on your face uh a lot of these makeups that you're putting on your face during the day are really not great for your skin you guys can Mm -hmm. go do your research on it okay go like seriously go type in your product and type in like clean and see like the ingredients Mm -hmm. are being used in there and you'll be i think you'll be surprised how not great they are for you so Mm -hmm. to uh to improve this to you how great this company is and uh they they send little love notes their packages there's they're just Awesome company. 20% off anything over at Bear and Bloom with the promo code Kramer. Use Kramer as your promo code. You're going to get 20% off uh, the Witch's Brew or whatever else you decide to go buy at Bear and Bloom Naturals.com is our website. Bear and Bloom Naturals.com. The promo code is Kramer for the Witch's Brew and anything else from Bear and Bloom. Also, reminder, if you have not checked out Gabby yet, do it because listen, prices for everything are going up right now. Supply chain this, supply chain that. And all the experts are saying, by the way, it's only going to get worse. And not only this, really quick, I would also highly recommend starting to buy your holiday presents because they're saying it's going to be really tough this year. So – That has nothing to do with this commercial, but that's kind of point. Is like everything's expensive and it's hard to get right now. Um, So if you're looking for ways to cut costs, Gabby is a great way for you to do this. G A B I, Gabby, because listen, this is not going to be the most interesting topic, but it's going to save you money. Shopping for car insurance, it's boring. It is, Uh, but this is what Gabby does for you, right? Takes all that guesswork out of it, and things that take you know days for you to go research which one's going to be the cheapest. Gabby can do it in minutes. It uses your current policy to compare it to your the national, your current coverage to, to a 40 of the top insurance na- nationwide, like, like um, travelers, nationwide insurance, uh, things like that in their true... Comparison platform. It's like they—they're only one that really true. They don't give you ballpark guesses. It's fast, verifiable quotes, not uh, just these numbers that you're gonna click on. And by the time you sign up, you're like, wait, that's not what it said. It's, it's really as good. I use my policy. I now pay sixty one dollars a month. Sixty one dollars a month for my car insurance, and it was like a hundred and some odd dollars before that same coverage. So, it's not just me that loves Gabby. Gabby has been featured in TechCrunch, Forbes, and USA Today. Start saving on your auto insurance today. Go to Gabby.com slash Kramer to start saving. It's totally free. G-A-B-I.com slash Kramer. Gabby.com slash Kramer. All right. um, uh, We are going to get to Leah in a second before we do. Certified fans. Hello. How are you? Mm -hmm. How are you doing? Hopefully, we had a good Mm -hmm. weekend. Um, certified fans people that support our show it's a couple bucks a month and uh, they get all kind of perks on the backside by doing it and um, thank you for that just thank you for supporting the podcast really appreciate it we had so many new certified fans that we welcomed last month that was really cool we've been kind of celebrating you guys all our new folks yes
1: that was so uh, awesome
0: one thing you do get when you join is you do get a um, you get a whole episode dedicated to you and uh, when we have so you can join by the way by texting the word fans F-A-N-S to eight 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 Kramer eight, and uh, we have nobody new, Mom. We have we have we have uh, hit our hit our. Aww. You know, we, well, we got a lot of people last month. I was really happy about that. We got we like 16 surely new people, did. Which was great. That
1: was so amazing in my birthday month. That was fabulous.
0: I can't even whine right now, you know. About
1: <laughs> trying to. Uh, no, we're so happy and grateful for every single one of you.
0: Yep. Absolutely. You. So, so what we important. do is, um, we when we don't have anybody new, we will come in and we'll dedicate an episode to somebody that's uh, you know a certified fan right now. So we spin the wheel today, folks, and we find out who this episode is. I don't think you can hear that, can you? Mm-mm. It's in my headphones. So, but trust me, it's spinning right now. <laughs> I don't know why it came out of my headphones, not the speaker. Oh my gosh, it's very loud in my head. All right. Uh, today we're dedicating this episode to uh, certified fan number 324. Okay. 324. Uh, Karen W. Karen okay. W. Okay. Karen W. Oh. Karen W is great. Uh, Karen W and I talk on social media all the time. Uh, Karen Good. W is uh, one of our Georgia listeners, and we are Yay, so thankful for Georgia you. girl. She, she paid her all of her, her monthly donations up front for the year, so thank you for that. So We're grateful, so appreciate you. Uh, you've been a certified fan since the uh, November 19th. We are almost coming up on your one year. How about that? Awesome. Uh, November nineteenth of twenty twenty. So thank that's you. That's my
1: anniversary. Yay! Oh, yeah, that's right. Good
0: day. Thank you so much for that. This episode is dedicated to you, and we appreciate you so much, Mom. Let's give her a bonus whoop whoop for being such a great certified yes. fan.
1: Yes, whoop whoop to Karen W. Love you forever.
0: There you go. And so uh, you good. Text word fans F A N S to eight 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 Kramer eight, and uh, you can become a certified fan too. We'd love it. Thank you for the support mm-hmm. from all of you. Really appreciate it. All right, Mom. That's going to do it for you today. I love you.
1: Okay, honey. Love you forever.
0: All right, Mental Health Monday. And again, this one this week, in case you're new to our podcast, every Monday we bring Leah on. She's my therapist friend and we uh, we just talk about mental health stuff, therapy stuff, um, just kind of breaking down. It's like it's kind of cool because I get a chance to like kind of break down some things that like you may want to talk to a therapist about, but she's just like, a you know, it's, it's Leah. You know, she's cool. She's just a, a regular friend and uh, kind of breaks it down for us all to understand. So with that said, this is Mental Health Monday. And this one, again, it's going to be about addiction. So we... You may be like, I don't know anybody with addiction. I've never struggled with addiction. So I don't think I, I can fight fast forward. Give us, like, just give us 10 minutes if you will, because I really found this conversation to be so interesting. I mean, I'm like low key. I think I'm more obsessive that I get addicted. But Leah, we're yeah. talking like substance addiction today, right? Yeah. yeah. And I don't think that, the, I think you either you get it or you don't. Like if you're an addict, even if you're an addict, you may not understand it. But I think it's kind of yeah. important for us to have that point of view, because you never know who in your life may have an addiction issue. And I think that the more that we can become compassionate to issues like this, the better. Yeah, so, I
2: agree. Leah. Yes. Let's talk. So the reason I thought this would be something good to talk about, and I highly encourage people to watch it. Um, it's one of those things, I guess you might need a trigger warning, but you probably would see it from the actual like cover. It's on, I believe it's Netflix. It's called For Good Days. And it's with Glenn Glenn Close. Glenn Close? Yeah. And Mila, Mila Kunis. And she, okay, that was great performance, first of all. But um, it's about a mother, daughter, and the daughter struggle, struggles with substance abuse, heroin, for, and she's been struggling with hard substances for 10 years. And I really liked this because it was a pretty accurate portrayal of someone struggling with addiction, and also kind of the lack of understanding and frustration that people on the outside struggle with when someone you love
0: is struggling
2: with addiction and even just people like even further on the outside, like, you know what I mean? Friends of like your friends, like family, friends, like people in the community and just the stigma too with it, because I think there really is a lack of knowledge of it. So I think what, what, what really struck me about this movie was giving insight to like a parent's point of view, because I think it's like the unconditional love, right? It like, it's how, and I mean, all family members, I think when you have a family member that struggles with substance abuse, you have like so, such conflicting feelings, right? You want to like, you care deeply about this person, love them. You also feel hurt by them oftentimes because people that are in their addiction tend to like lie and minimize and avoid because they're in it, right? And so sure. there's a lot of distress, and there's also there's also sometimes a lot of anger and resentment and it's like just so challenging to navigate as a family member or friend of someone close to you that's struggling with addiction. Cause it's, it's kind of like, you know, an abusive relationship where people are like just leave, like just stop.
0: Just stop. Right. A, like it's, right, it's from the outside yeah. point of view. It seems so easy. Well then take me into inside the mind of an addict then. Like what, what is, what is going yeah. through their head?
2: So I, and I work with a lot of folks that do struggle or have struggled or in recovery or are, you know, starting in recovery, but, and I can't speak cause I'm not an addict. So they can't, you know, a lot of people in the 12 step would call me like a normie. But um I I it's a lot of it is physical de- dependence at one at some point. Like it, right. it becomes this physical dependence. So there really is this, you know, your body's dependent on the substance and and you feed it and you you become more and more dependent on it as your tolerance rises. And so you're just it, it's it's a really vicious cycle, especially with really hard drugs like heroin and methamphetamine, um, a lot of the like opiates, you know, that are like prescription pills. And so a lot of it's physical dependence, but then also there's a change in personality and science has shown like research shows that it actually changes, changes the brain chemistry. So people will change significantly. A lot of people will have like psychotic breaks on, you know, hard substances or even sure. not so hard substances. And then also when you're feeding for the addiction, cause again, your body's dependent on it. And, the crash and the withdrawal is terrible. If we're talking about like harder substance, even alcohol, right? Like people sure. withdraw from it. So then you continue to use to kind of keep that, the, well, keep those, those, the aftermath right at bay. Like you don't want to go through with the withdrawals. You want to go, uh, you sure, don't want to go of course, through, um, it's hard,
0: yeah. Well, yeah. let's let's go to the most rudimentary of addictions that most of us suffer with and that's caffeine, right? Like yeah. let's all go to like when you, when it's noon nice. you haven't had your coffee yet. Like very, it's very, Small example, maybe to give us some insight of what it feels like, you know, when you're it like, oh my god, yeah. like I'm so cranky right now, I can't even like think straight, my brain's foggy, headaches. you know. Headaches, I, I yeah.
2: caffeine withdrawal now, so and I've like, I've actually, it's funny you say that because over the last like, I would say two weeks, I've been really intentional about how much caffeine I'm taking in because a couple weeks ago, actually, when you and I spoke, and I was highly emotional, I um had like someone brought me coffee and it was like, what is it? The venti? Yeah. Venti? The I don't venti? know. And I already had the like the two large cups Starbucks. Of I,
0: I never know which one's which. Do you think by now yeah. I know? I, but I almost, I make a point not to know it because I think it's so annoying. So I'm just like, I don't want it. I don't want to use my brain power to figure out which one's which is it a large as me a medium small. as a small. Yeah, I, I, right. And that's what I'll say every time. I'll never call it by its name. I'm not falling into that system, but it's not here nor there. I'm not. <laughs>
2: So you get a no, large I
0: Starbucks? I agree.
2: I like point to the cup. So yes. I, so someone gave me a large mm-hmm. Starbucks, right? Okay. And that probably has like 3 or 4 shots of espresso and sure. I had two cups. Anyways, I realized how bad it impacted me that whole like I realized the physical dependency and then also how much anxiety I experienced oh, yeah. cuz I struggled with it and then it just cranked it up, right? Like times 10. So the well, last 2 weeks I, ha- I had to stop drinking yeah. it. Like
0: it w- it made yeah. me literally I didn't realize after I stopped drinking it that literally it made me like like aggressive like <laughs> fighting like it was like i would drink so much and be so hyped up that i just wanted to fight like, yeah, like, just get, like get in fights i'd be like, like such short fuse like it was just so irritable all the time sure because ahead. i was so like hyped up from it you know
2: that's a really i'm glad you actually brought that up too because i it's funny because i think a lot of two addicts it's it's a ritual like for coffee for oh, me yeah. i i plan it i like set it up the night before so I can turn it on when I wake up and get ready. And then I love the smell. I love the the warmth. Like I, I love every aspect of coffee, not just the caffeine. I really find it like the ritual as, sure. as, as super soothing and just like a nice way to start my day and just like therapeutic in a weird sense. And so I think that's a, I'm glad you said that because, but because it, it's really like, it's, it does impact us so much, but it's like, why do, then why don't you just tone it down? And like, cause I like my, I like the ritual. And a lot of addicts struggle with that. So people with like, I know with like alcohol, especially, yeah. it's like, you want like a glass of wine at the end of the day or you want it Well, That was a hard
0: thing day. for me. Like when I stopped drinking was the, the habit right? of it, you know? And, and yeah. we're talking, obviously, we're talking about like the, 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 the little addictions here, but still, I mean, right. I think the more that we, take in the things that we're addicted to, maybe yeah. the more open-minded we can be when it comes to other people's addictions. Right.
2: That's a good point. You know? Yeah. And like food, right. Food yeah. or like, oh, yeah. People are, yeah, people that are like, um, loving sex and love addicts, which is a real thing like yeah. that too. Like you keep going to the, the same person that is very toxic and unhealthy. And because of the addiction piece and like yep. the craving and the the need for whatever it is that, that you're getting out of sex or love. And so that's, that's something too. You're right. And I think, I, I love that. I think that was smart to to say that. Cause I think we tend to like see people as like with addiction as like them, you know, the addicts. There's person. them and then
0: there's us, right? Like there's those crazy addicts and then, yeah, yeah. Then, then there's us. And listen, I'm I'm not addicted to anything except for social media, fatty foods, alcohol, <laughs> social, you know, uh, uh, frigging tobacco. Uh, it's like, right. we, we all, we all do it, but to what extent?
2: But exactly. I think that really
0: has been kind of eye-opening because, I mean, yeah. just even saying that, like, I think the coffee one was so, like, oh, yeah, I remember how, like, crazy I used to get. Like, it was just so having that, like, that pull to, like, do it again. And then there's obviously people that are using it to cope, right? They're like, using the cope yeah. to get through something hard. And that's a whole other level because instead of actually working through it, it's a whole lot easier just to, like, numb it, you know, through, through drugs or alcohol.
2: Totally. And I think – I what I liked about this movie too and again like I just I'm like amped on this movie because it talks about like childhood trauma and experiences that a lot of people when they're younger as kids like they don't know how to how to process it and instead they internalize events and they they blame themselves for their parents' split or they blame themselves for like sure. someone's illness or they blame themselves for the abuse and so then alcohol or other drugs become like a a way to kind of dis- disconnect mm-hmm. and and numb themselves from the pain, you don't have to think about it as much. And right. it becomes like a short-term solution, which then becomes like a long-term addiction oftentimes. And I think to have compassion too for I I, I really struggle when people talk about folks experiencing homelessness on the streets that are addicted or you know, talking to themselves or whatever it is, because right. there's so much that led them to be there. Like there's right. so many things that go into it, including like, you know, history, a family history of mental health challenges or addiction or being abused or even like military, right? Like there's so much that goes into these people that are struggling that are in a, in a terrible place with drugs or in a terrible place with their mental health because of all those underlying things. And I think when we kind of like look at them as human and like, yeah, we, we don't cope great all the time, right? Like we're, maybe we're not living on the streets or experiencing homelessness, but we don't, we don't cope perfectly with everything all the no, time. Totally.
0: totally, hundred yeah. percent. Well, let me leave you with this question then. What, what is my role in somebody else's addiction?
2: That's a good question. Um, I always say this and this goes the same for people like with family members or friends that are struggling with like really bad mental health challenges is be encouraging, provide support and compassion, but we can't, we, we can't take on the responsibility of, of, um, someone's sobriety, right? So all mm-hmm. we can really do is express concern and support, faci- like help facilitate like their sobriety if they want it or they're, they're open to it. Right. But also knowing it's not your fault if someone relapses or someone isn't taking what you're saying to heart or isn't ready to stop using. I think a lot of people, especially family members or parents, right? Or even kids of, of you know, of people that are struggling taking on the responsibility. So I think, Knowing it's not, it's not all in you having patience and then having compassion and also setting boundaries. Cause oftentimes I think it's like you, you want, if it's someone you love, especially to you want to be involved and you want to be there for them and you want to be a support, but also you might need to set boundaries because they're not in a place to maybe be in a friendship or, right, you know, right. like be available to you in the same way they were.
0: Sure. Yeah. Well, there you go. Leah is great. There's a lot of ways to connect with her. That all starts with her social media though.
2: You can find me on Instagram at Your Modern Therapist. And I have, um, I'm have i on this new platform, this app called Haven, H-A-V-E-N. And that link to the app is on my profile on Instagram. And you can watch some of my live events as well as other providers and their live events. And we talk all things mental health, wellness, physical health.
0: <laughs> I feel like I needed one little, little more oomph. Didn't really quite have that, that ending to it. So you can find me on the Haven app. Do you feel like there are things you just can't do anymore? Like, I'm sitting here recording. I'm like, why am I hung over? <laughs> I've been drinking three years. How am I hungover right now? I swear to God, it was from, like, the, the fear of dying multiple times last night at a theme park. That's exactly what it is. How does that I mean? I have this, another thing I had to give was drinking. Like, what? I used to get drunk. I used to get drunk, y'all. I got so many drunk stories I could share with you. Um, But. My body just couldn't do it anymore. I like, just got a point where my body just can't do it. And I just can't. Done. Over. That phase. Whoosh, done. Uh, so if, trust me, as we're getting older, I feel you ever just get up and like your body just hurts and you're like, what? I didn't do anything. You just like sleep weird and you're like, you have to go to the chiropractor to get it fixed. You're like, I don't understand. Or you have to like, you know, do you have to stretch every day just to be a normal human. <laughs> we're getting there, man. We're getting there. All right. Thank you so much. Always call us. We'd love to talk to you. 888-Kramer8. We'll get you here on the end of the podcast tomorrow. And I love you. Have a great day. Kramer,
3: Stephen Kramer, Stephen Yancey. Sorry. I am so disappointed in you. You are choosing to not be at your mom and dad's 50th anniversary. What? Oh, that's just wrong. No, I'm sorry. I love you so much, but I'm truly disappointed. I know that you are going to Mexico, but you knew it was your parents' anniversary, I'm sure, before you planned that trip. So I think that's poor planning on your part. You need to be there. And yes, you can fly into Charlotte or Greenville Spartanburg um, or Atlanta Ride up with your sister. I think they live closer to Atlanta, right? I wouldn't choose to do that you can make it happen. Uh, My grandkids and kids live in Florida and I travel back and forth all the time. Sometimes I only go for a day or two, but if it's an important event to them, then I try to be there. So try to make it happen, Kramer. We love you. Bye.
1: Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.